0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh Ninja, you had another question uh, that you wanted to ask Tom. Oh, uh, we're going to transition time. Uh, I wanted an opinion on like uh the new rules coming of this offseason and like um and a follow-up on possibly like what your opinion is on automatic strike zone mm. coming up. Yeah. Uh, I like the new rules from a standpoint of uh, baseball needs to have quicker games. They're just too long. The pitch the pitch clock rule I really like, it's going to take some adjustments for sure by the pitchers and by the batters. Um, and then the other thing that I'm not a fan of is the fact, well, I'm a fan of it in principle about not being able to throw over to first base more than a couple times yeah. because then, you know, once you've thrown, you're a lot of, times the, the runner knows he can go. And so, um, you know, that's a little shaky. They're enlarging the bases. People said, well, you know, what's the big deal about that? I said, well, you know, three inches can mean the difference between a successful steal and getting thrown out. And it should, should, in theory, encourage more stolen base attempts, which has become kind of a lost art. You know, you, know, you used to have guys... 60 70 80 stolen bases you know ricky henderson getting 100 now maybe 40 is the tops you know that you see usually so i think it'd be fun to get the steal back into the game and then um what was the follow-up on the uh oh the automatic balls and strikes i i i don't i i mean i see the value in it because you know there are missed calls i mean just for example like how Julio Rodriguez was getting job the last year at the beginning of the season by just terrible calls. But the old school in me uh, says, you know, you got to hang on to some of these things. And that human element is probably something you don't want to lose. Yeah, I agree. And mm-hmm. I, I just think that that I can see it in other parts, you know, having the replay now available is helpful. But I, I wouldn't want to see that happen. Baseball sure has changed, yeah, Junior. Yeah, the hexagon replaced the diamond. And can you imagine facing three pitches? Emerson on base. Oh, the base ejector got him snoozing. He goes. Why did it all change? All sport the game just got too easy. The unsurpassed taste of all sport. A third more carbs than Gatorade for energy could make the difference. Next yeah, up, your grandson's up. Ken Griffey the Fourth. Next, it's going, it's going. Watch out, Center board. Oh! Center got him. He was robbed. All sport body quencher. The game will never be the same. Can you tell us a few of your stories about when you went back to the Hall of Fame and with Griffey and Edgar? Yeah, um, I'd gone to the Hall of Fame as uh, with a buddy of mine. We'd, we would do baseball trips every year and we went to uh, we went to the new city field that the Mets had and we drove up to Cooperstown and uh, I think we went to the Nationals back then. I Went back down and went to a Nationals game. But anyway, uh, went just, you know, as fans that year and I got to, to got to, uh, a really cool tour of the hall from one of the uh, costo- uh, well, I can't remember what they called them. They had some ambassador or whatever. But I Jeff Idleson, was the uh, president at that point of the Hall of Fame and I interviewed him on the air for a few things. So I said, yeah, we're coming back. Can you get us a, a nice tour? He goes, oh yeah, we'll just give you and your buddy, a, you know, we'll have John take you around. So we got to go down into the Uh, Vaults where they have... Because they rotate stuff in and out. Um, So they have all these drawers that pull out, and there's, like, you know, a Babe Ruth jersey, or there's someone's gloves or spikes or, um, you know, hat that some, like, Roger Maris wore or (laughs) whoever. And so it was really cool to see all that on the background. And then... uh, So when Griffey was going to be inducted i talked to jeff idelson and said hey i know you guys have your you know gary thorne doing it but um if you needed like me to do like the ken griffey jr introduction like i do it at the ballpark all the mariner fans there would go nuts and he said um i don't think we'll i don't know that we want to do anything like that because it might set a precedent but um I think we might want to have you do something like, you know, some sort of a uh, presentation or some sort of a, um, a piece uh, on the Saturday before the Hall of Fame induction. I said, OK, I'd, I'd be happy to do whatever you want me to do. And I didn't know what he was going to have me do. So it turned out they asked uh, if I would go and be interviewed by one of their people uh, about how I got into this and about memories of Griffey. And they were going to have it at this, I think it's called the Grandstand Stage Room. It's it's a 200-seat little theater type thing in the Hall of Fame. And I thought, you know, who's going to come and see me? I mean, see the PA announcer for the Baroners being interviewed by this guy, it's like, there's way more interesting stuff to do than that. So I was thinking, there's going to be like five people in there, and two of them are my relatives. So (laughs) uh, I got in there, and it was packed. And I was just like, "Whoa, oh. this is so cool!" And um, so the interview was like about an hour, and just asking questions about you know Junior and all the memories of him. And um, so that was just a thrill. And the biggest thrill, though, was after the you know we had we had several Mariner people there, and I'd gotten to know a couple of people in the Hall of Fame uh, that were run you know that were helping to put the whole thing together. And when everybody everything was done Sunday night after the uh, inductions, and we were at this bar, I can't. God, never remember the name of the bar there but it's um we were there and um the gal that was with the Hall of Fame, i think her name was dorothy um she says well we need to get you to do a kangaroo jr uh in, in you know your intro again but we need to do it in, over in the in the hall so this bar was just down the mm-hmm. alley i said well it's closed and she goes I got a key. <laughs> so about 10 of us marched down the alley into the back entrance of the Hall of Fame and after hours went up to where his plaque was hanging and all of us stood in front of there. And then on cue, I said to Ken Griffey Jr. And uh, so that was really cool. And then we reenacted it a few years later with Edgar. They asked me that year to kind of host a um, on-field roundtable uh, about Edgar with, it was originally gonna be Dan Wilson, Jay Buhner, Rick Griffin, Rick Riz, and I think that was it. And then we we're kind of waiting, it was at the ballpark that they have there. I think it's called Legends Field. Um, it was the ballpark there, and so they were, you know, the, they had a bunch of fans there for that. It was packed, the, the side of the place was packed. And um, in, we were kind of waiting in this waiting area, in this tunnel. And Junior walks in. I said, what are you doing here? He goes, oh, they asked if I come out. And I said, oh, that's great. So, so I'm walking out onto this field. We're being introduced. And it was me <laughs> and Jay and Junior and Cammy, or uh, uh, Dan Wilson and Mo- Moyer was there. And then uh, we all sat down on our stools. And all of a sudden, my camera walks out. And it's like, this is going to be fun. This is like Cammy, the Expendables. Yeah. So they're all popping up. Yeah. And... <laughs> So it was funny because I, I've got pictures of it, but I'm I'm cracking up in these pictures because it's Griffey ripping Cameron about you know having taken over for him mm-hmm. and you know that just they were just giving each other grief in this in this roundtable setting and uh, it just kind of took over the show and they had told me you got to be done by two forty two because we need to turn this over and get this you know the ballpark has to be cleaned out. By that time, <laughs> so I'm like looking at my watch, going, Shh, "These guys are going to talk." Oh <laughs> no, yeah, you don't know and these then, guys well enough. And then Moyer, who is like, a, you know, wind him up and let him go. and You know, he'll ask him one question, he'll talk about you know twenty minutes. So I thought, if I ask Moyer a question now, this is done. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be sunk. So anyway, it was really, really fun, and they yeah. decided it went so well that when we came back after that road trip, they had us do a similar thing on the field here at mm-hmm. the ballpark. So those are my two experiences there. So it's been really I mean such a fun deal to be able to be involved in that. Oh, that's in that level at the Hall of Fame. I mean, absolutely. Like, I mean that that's I can't even equate to yeah, what that you, felt like to be up there with like, you know, our heroes and I'm sure you look at mm-hmm. them they am sure your your children's heroes yeah. and just like I mean, where do you go from there yeah. for me for me? I was lucky enough to go to the Hall of Fame many years ago when we were back there. And uh, not, not the ceremony wasn't going on. But if you ever get a chance, go back there. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. It's the best. It's absolutely the best. And the first time I went with my buddy, uh, it was a hotel that all the players stay at during the Hall of Fame weekend, Anas- Saga, And it's this beautiful, old-fashioned kind of plantation-style building that has this long veranda on the back. And it overlooks the green of this uh, golf course that's out there, and uh, we missed it by two days because the players have just cleared out after the. We went, got there on a Tuesday after the Hall of Fame weekend induction, but you could just, you know, see that these players would be out there on that veranda, just sitting there, you know, uh, telling stories, as you know, only baseball players can do. And uh, it was so fun to see that and stay in that historic building. But the city is so cool. It's so small, and you know, for the Hall of Fame weekend, it like quintuples in size with all the people that are there. Um, But if you're there, just you know, as a middle of the summer type thing, they're still still very busy. But you're right; it's just it's worth seeing. And even if you're not a huge baseball fan, it's worth checking out because there's so much history there, and there's so many fun little shops, and you know. 18 different places where you can get a personalized bat and (laughs) uh, and so uh yeah it's a blast